0: Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Maya's
1: Motivation Monday, and we've been talking about the C's of leadership, and most people believe that there's five C's of leadership, but we're actually going on to our sixth topic of the C's of leadership, and today we're going to talk about commitment. And commitment is important in every kind of relationship that we have, whether it's at work and being committed to the team and committed to your mission, or it's important in friendship. It's important in your personal relationship. It's important in your marriage, your significant other with your spouse, whatever your relationship is, there has to be a level of commitment to have a successful relationship. And leadership is not an exception to the rule. It is why it shows up commitment. It's why it shows up in the top five. There's arguably seven or more, but in the top five C's for leadership because being committed is really important. So let's just talk about what commitment means in general. What's the general definition? So it's the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, mission, a group of people, an individual person, ETC. That is literally what the definition is. So what does that mean to be then a committed leader? How do we take that definition and apply it to leadership? Because most great leaders or people that study leadership do and know this is so important. So what does it mean to be a committed leader? So in my opinion, it means that you work for your people and the mission. Whether the mission is your own, because it's your own company, it's your own nonprofit, it's whatever the mission is, you're committed to that and your people. But you're dedicated, right? Because that's the definition too. But if you're working for a company and you're a great leader within the company, it means that you're aligned with the mission and you're committed and dedicated to the mission there as well. Same with the people that are reporting to you. So I feel very strongly about this definition because in my opinion, the best, best leaders are committed to the mission. So let me give you an example of that. So if you are the CEO of the Humane Society, I talk about animals a lot because I love animals, as you guys know from following me on social. But if you're the CEO of the Humane Society, you probably, or at least I would hope, are very passionate about saving cats and dogs because that's often what they focus on at the Humane Society. If you are not aligned with the mission of the Humane Society, you're probably not going to be a committed and dedicated leader because you're not committed to the mission. And if you're not committed to the mission, then you're not dedicated to your people because the people that you have working there and your excellent employees that are working there are are dedicated and committed to the mission and they probably love and adore animals so if you're the CEO or a VP or whatever your position is as a leader and you are not aligned with the company mission which is to save and help animals in general you're not going to be an effective leader because you're not dedicated and you're not committed to the mission, nor will you be committed to the people because they are spending their time and nonprofits, as we know, you don't often make a ton of money unless you are the CEO or, you know, you own it or something like that. It's a nonprofit for a reason. So you have to be dedicated to the mission and you have to be dedicated to these people because they're doing, this is a passion project for them but the same applies. This is just one example of a million. The same applies to a Fortune 500. You have to be dedicated to the mission of your company and, and why you're doing what you're doing. And just like we talked about, you know, all the W's and your who, what, when, where, why, all of that earlier in the season. And I think this continues that theme, really understanding what the mission is, whether again, it's just you're running a branch or a division, or you're running an entire company, or if it's just you and three people, it doesn't matter. You have to understand what your mission is. And that should be really heard in like your elevator pitch and the definition of the company. So being committed, and dedicated to the mission is just as important as being committed and dedicated to your people because your best people are committed to that as well. So it's all encompassing together. And A really strong leader is not only dedicated to the mission, but then also works hard to perform the mission. So we'll continue using the example of the Humane Society. So being dedicated to the mission that we want to help and save as many animals as possible and and hopefully rehome all of them or put them in good homes. I would think a very strong leader and dedicated leader lives not only by Believing in the mission and it's something they're passionate about, but living the mission. So, you might have about five or six dogs of your own, and maybe five or six cats. Maybe you've rescued all these animals yourself, regardless of whether you're, a, you're the VP, CEO, director, but you're living the mission too. Living the mission and working hard to perform the mission and being a part of the mission is such a level of commitment so using the humane society example you know having animals of your own having your own story working alongside of your people because they're going to be rescuing these animals too it's a passion project for them but it applies to any any company any fortune 500 any small company if you're running a company by yourself if it's you and one other person you have to understand what the mission is and you have to be dedicated to it that commitment as a leader, but then you're committed to your people as well. So this is something I feel so strongly about too. It's not just the mission, but we all know how much I love my people and I love being a leader and I love leading people effectively. So I truly believe that a great leader works for his or her people. And this is not some earth shattering comment or something that has not been talked about and isn't It's talked about all the time. You see it on leadership quotes, but I still think that it's interesting that a lot of people and sadly enough, a lot of poor leaders or leaders who probably need some coaching really operate from the mindset that their people work for them. And I could not disagree any more. No, your people work with you and you work for them. And you work to support them so that they can do their job effectively. So what does that mean? And I know some of you are sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, well, I really think of it like my employees work for me because they do work for me. They report to me regardless of your title or what you do. They are your employees. They do technically work for you. And I'm using like the air bunny ear quote. But that's really not how effective leadership works. And that's now h- how you work as a committed leader, a dedicated leader. And that's why commitment is so important. And a truly committed leader works alongside their team and doesn't have that mindset that, oh, they work for me. So let me give you some examples. I'm going to give you a good one. <laughs> I'm going to give you the bad one first. I like to get the negative out of the way obviously i've had many years in leadership so i have examples of both many examples but this one comes to mind so i had a particular boss and he constantly told us especially the executive team when we would be in meetings and you know things weren't going his way or there were different things in the company that needed assistance or help or we weren't making our quarter or you know we were spending too much on you know a physical product and just different things. And if anyone disagreed with him, or they needed help uh, effectively doing their job in a different way, or they needed support, he definitely wasn't the one to get in the trenches with you. And we've all worked for leaders like this. I've worked for quite a few. Fortunately, I've worked for some really incredibly amazing leaders, too, that just get in the trenches. And, you know, my current uh, boss, she's incredible. She doesn't even want to be known as the owner of the company. It's an incredible thing. But to go back to this, we'd be in these meetings and if there was any kind of aversion to what was happening and we would voice it or voice better ways to do things or ask for help or ask for assistance, or maybe we agreed with a customer or a client instead, I will never forget him screaming you work for me. And then there were a lot of choice words that would happen as well. Don't forget who you work for. All these kind of comments that would prove his lack of commitment to his executive team. So if he wasn't dedicated to his executive team, do you think he was dedicated to the entire company and all the employees that were, quote unquote, working for him and working for the mission? Absolutely not. And I remember sitting there in these meetings, you know, just there were so many uncomfortable moments and sure he signs our paychecks like we talked about, but we didn't work for him. We were committed to the mission of the company and what was behind the company and what we were driving forward. And we were committed to and dedicated to our teams Because obviously each one of us on the executive team has a team. And that's what we were committed to. And his job was to support us, work next to us, get in the trenches, and hold us accountable, you know, obviously if we didn't perform our jobs well. But I always watched him in these meetings realizing he would never be a strong leader. And I realize now, you know, studying leadership more and more and every day and it's something I'm so passionate about, that he would never be a strong leader for so many reasons but leaders are committed to work the mission and work alongside you so as his executive team had to he really should have been in the trenches with and he wasn't and there was we questioned if he was even aligned with the mission i questioned all the time what was our mission anymore because it felt like we were all over here really following a dedicated mission for the company and for our teams and then I had no clue what was going on with him, and I was not alone in that. And it was uncomfortable and sad and disheartening, but I felt absolutely zero commitment from him because when you are not in the trenches with your team, if you're not rolling up your sleeves to fix the problem and you put it all on your team, that's not a leader. That's not commitment. And you're not committed to helping us be successful, which in turn means that you're not committed to the mission and the mission becoming successful. So that's a a poor example, but it was a very, very sad one because we can't want it more than the leader. And as a leader, you have to want it the most, but your team will see that because you're holding yourself accountable. And we talked about accountability many times, but accountability is so huge. Even with commitment, you've got to be committed to your mission. You've got to be committed to your people. So a positive story I have so many of these and it gives me like chills when I start talking about them. They're really great. But I actually want to talk about uh, something that happens so often for me when I take over teams and it's positive, but it's transitional. It's transitional commitment is what I like to kind of reference it to and call that because it it becomes obvious to me when I take over a team when they haven't had a committed leader or a self-directed leader. And there was this particular team that I took over. It, it, this has happened very, very often to me. It's happened many times, but in this particular story, I took over this team and I noticed as, as just in the beginning, first month, first 30, 60, 90 days, when my team would call me or email me about something that I was there for. I was committed to them, to helping them become more successful because this team was not doing well. And it's not because we were lacking talent. It was leadership. And that became more and more obvious because my commitment was so strong to them and strong to the mission. But when they would call me or email me, there was always an apology. Like almost every single one of these people on the team would Apologize to me. I'm so sorry, Maya, that I called you, but do you have time to talk about this? I am 100% committed to my teams. I put my team before anything else. That's why I'm a leader and that's why I'm a strong leader. So as I started to hear this over and over again, I'm like, what was going on before? And it became very obvious to me that they did not have a leader that was dedicated to the mission and they did not have a leader that was dedicated to them. And I finally just had to ask. I asked one of the individuals on my team, um, you know, why do you always apologize? It was one that just could not break this habit. And they did tell me that the previous leader was always too busy for them, never really returned phone calls, worked best through text. And, you know, they realized it was probably more focused on personal sales or other things like that. And it it blew my mind. But it also made me realize, you know, and it's something to, to take away and realize that, A committed leader will sometimes take on a team like that and see that behavior and just know how to identify that pretty quickly and it's really important for the culture too that you show your team not just through words but you can level set that culture when you when you come on board and say look these are my expectations but this is my commitment to you this is how I'm going to get in the trenches and work with you and this is how we are going to make a difference and this is how we are going to change things because that is showing commitment and then you live by those words. And you show your dedication by getting in the trenches, by going the extra mile, by being available to them. And I've talked about this before too. Being available to your team does not mean that you, and I've learned this the hard way, I've been really guilty of this too guys. It doesn't mean that you don't have dinner with your family. It doesn't mean that you have to work 24 hours a day. It doesn't mean any of those things. But when there are emergencies and there are times when your team really needs you, so that they can be successful, you do have to show and prove your dedication in those moments because you're willing to get in the trenches and fight with them and fight alongside them and prove to them That you are there for the mission of the company, whatever that is, whether it's your personal mission or the mission that you signed up to be a part of. Because remember, we've talked about in other episodes too, it's really important that you are aligned with the mission of the company and whatever you're doing. Because if you're not, you're not going to be a dedicated leader, which is a committed leader, and you're not going to be willing to get in the trenches with your team. And you will never be set up for success that way. So make sure those all align. But that's commitment is being there for your team, being there to lift them up, and being there to roll up your sleeves and get the job done because you all are committed to the mission.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.